You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. If you sell something because you believe in it, not that you believe in it because you sell it, but the other way, the other that way, you yeah. sell it because you believe in it, uh, that you believe that your prospects would greatly benefit from the thing that you offer them. And your prospects are not, you know, they're not buying, not all of them. Uh, then uh, odds are it's because they don't, they don't, haven't reached the same conclusions that you've reached. And the reason that you've reached the conclusions that you've reached is that you've had, you know, certain experiences that have led you to that conclusion, whatever it is, whether you've learned certain things, noticed certain things, spoken to certain people, whatever it is, you've, you didn't come to this belief out of nowhere. And so one way of looking at marketing is taking your prospects through an abbreviated, accelerated version of that so that they can come to the same conclusion. So that's like one thought that I, I've had ever since we had that conversation. And actually I've used that when I'm teaching marketing sometimes to, um, to people who are brand new, like it's a good way for them to start thinking about it. Yeah. So that was like a point of reference. And then there was the second point of reference that I was listening to a Dan Kennedy um, program on coaching and consulting. And I'll never forget this because um, the, there were like, there was a product, right? And there was like a series of four calls. And on one of the calls, someone asked a question. I was listening to a recorded version, so I wasn't live, right? Yeah. Um, someone asked a question that was the question that had I had the opportunity to ask and had I asked a question, this would have been the question I asked. And the question was, um, I have, you know, I have no front end products. I'm afraid of taking the material from my coaching program and putting them in my front product, front end products, because I'm afraid I'll cannibalize my front end product. I'll cannibalize my coaching program. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and I don't remember exactly how he worded the question, but that was the question. I do remember verbatim what Dan said, because that kind of got seared in my mind. He just kind of, first he laughed at him. He's <laughs> like, he chuckled. And then he said, Bubba, you just don't get it. And then he said, you put your best ideas in in your front end products, that's what's going to get them to want to join your coaching program. And so I had this, these two thoughts, right? Like that marketing is just taking people through an accelerated version of your own experience. And this other thing about that, getting your best ideas in front of people is what gets people to want to join your coaching program. And so I just combined those two, removed the idea of charging people for a front end product and decided to write a report that would literally give people a perspective of some of the things that I had experienced that I noticed that I believed that when other people saw it, they would feel that, oh, if I did that, my life would be easier and I would make more money. And so like by taking people through uh, process maps, which nobody at that time had seen, and then showing them what swim lanes are and how like a process could be broken apart in my business that showed like the handoffs and when and who, and people would see that and say, wow, that would be a lot. If I had those, that would be a lot easier than the next thing. And so like after a couple of different experiences like that, 
having read the report, they would come to a conclusion that I came to, which was they'd be making more money if they understood business the way I did. And so that then led people to that epiphany. And it was one of the reasons why it went as viral as it did. It wasn't really something that I did, right? But like it was that people found answers in it to problems that they were struggling with and then passed it along to other people that they cared about. They didn't care about me. They cared about their friends and they passed along the report because they thought it could help their friends. And so that, um, that really was, I had, my hope was that I would get a dozen clients. I had no idea. Right. Like, um, and but, you know, obviously it worked out a lot better than that. I definitely resonate with that myself. Like in my business, the same thing. I always give people tons of free advice and they're like, you know, you could be charging a lot of money for this. I'm like, it's okay. We'll find another way to make money. Yeah. There's all like, if you, if you provide value, people are going to come back for stuff. So that's, I mean, that's, that's really like, obviously it was avant-garde when you did it because back then, um, you know, nobody, nobody was doing, giving anything for free. It was like, you got to pay right. for everything except porn memberships. Cause we were doing yes. those for free, uh, <laughs> for a couple but, you know, of days. It's like, if you know your top, it's like, I do a live stream twice a week and, Um, while I don't always know what I want to cover in any given week, I'm not concerned, uh, with sharing everything I know, like, you know, if you're You're not threatened by your field, sharing stuff, like I'm always learning new stuff. And so whatever I could share everything I know today. And in a week from now, there'll be stuff that I didn't know today, you know? And and so if you're an expert and you're always growing your field, it shouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, that actually takes me to my next question. It's good that you mentioned that point. So, you know, you're, you're loving to learn and kind of keep, keep kind of abreast of everything new since you're, you know, you're, you're teaching other gurus and you're kind of seeing all these people that are very successful in the business. What are like the, the top kind of habits and characteristics that somebody, you know, that you've coached or that's in your circle that makes them successful? Like, I'm sure a lot of these people that you you are in your circle have very common traits. What would you say they are? Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, I would say that like a great portion of them have ADD, but I would say that like, you know, when I started coaching, cause I was I, like, I was the first or one of the first business coaches online. Um, you know, the field wasn't as well-developed, I guess you could say as it is now. And so when I started coaching, I was bringing a lot of material that at that time, I guess was some what new to the entrepreneurial market. And so a lot of the stuff that I've taught um, has been like absorbed by the marketplace, I would say, right? Like, you know, 15 years ago when I was teaching, like build a business around your strengths, that was something relatively new. That's not really anything new now. Um, So a lot of, I would say a lot of my ideas have kind of made it into the marketplace, but there are some that haven't. And, um, And some of the ones that haven't, I believe are, at least as critical, if not more critical. So uh, the first thing I would say is that um, one of the most common mistakes and uh, uh, one of the most common mistakes that entrepreneurs make across the board, uh, whether they're my clients or someone else's, um, is that they design, when they think about the business that they wanna build and they're designing this business and they have this dream of this business, they often, um, are not really dreaming about who they are as much as they're dreaming about some mythical version of themselves that they're then building a business around 
like someone other than who they currently are. And that's a big mistake. And so where that tends to come up is when I'm talking to an entrepreneur and they feel like there's a problem with them or that they're disappointing their business or that they can't be motivated or whatever it is. More yeah. time, more often than not, it's because the business was designed not around who they really are, but who they would like to be. And so, you know, that is a huge mistake. And, you know, a book that came out like over a decade ago, and it could be even a lot longer, I don't remember, but um, the, it was called Change or Die. That was the title. And it was written by a, a doctor that, and it was about like when someone is given that choice, like you either are going to die if you don't change, um, 90% don't change, they die. Um, yeah, like, you know, like uh, after the fourth bypass heart attack and they're told like, look, it's you either have to get healthy or you're going to drop dead. 90% do drop dead. And that's just because personal change is really difficult. And you don't want to put your business success after some goal that's difficult to achieve. That just doesn't make any sense. And it says it's not a recipe for happiness either. For sure. So like there to give like more dimension to this, there are two things that like two examples from my own personal life that are the easiest to share. Although I've worked with a ton of clients on this and I could share their stories, but I'd prefer not just because, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to advertise people's weaknesses, Yeah. but um, my like, so two of the weaknesses I have, right. Is that it's very, like, I'm a perfectionist as relates to content or courses that I'm creating that I believe like will be long-term and then it becomes like a, or even a presentation for some reason, presentations for me, um, I never finish until like the exact last minute that I can actually physically finish. And sometimes that means like when, me walking to the stage with my laptop in my hand, like making the final change. Wow. And I, so like if you locked me in a hotel room for a month and told me to create a course, like I'd still be messing with it on day 30, like, you know, and so I knowing that about myself, that that's going to be a challenge. Right. And that we have to have courses, though, dictated that like my marketing strategy would be one where like all the products I ever created, I created live. I sold it first. Okay. showed up where like, and, and, and coaching programs that I created, I actually sold it, delivered it live because it needed to be delivered live for me to get hit the deadlines and then it would be finished. And that's the only way I ever created it. Cause I knew that another way would not work for me. Sometimes Crazy. that was unpleasant, but we made it work as best. And in certain ways, better than other things could work because like we, that was the constraint that we had to kind of, manage. Another one is that I'm not money motivated. And like money is not the thing for me at all. And, you know, once I have enough, and my level of enough is not like disproportionate to what I make, it's much less than what I make. But in order for a business to be effective, the business better be about money, like we have to make a profit, you know. And so I could either try and change who I am. Or I could just figure out another way. And so like, I haven't yet done it, um, but we're getting ready to like with the current strategic profits, but before I sold strategic profits to Agora and before I, like all that, we always had a very aggressive 
profit sharing program. And I've had that in my other businesses before where like basically turning everyone on the team into someone who is, if their money motivated, like they're, you know, a meeting was once a week and my whole team was figuring out how we're going to maximize our profits this month. Because like I always paid monthly, like the profit sharing, like one month behind. And like, so my whole team would meet every Friday, look at the financials, figuring out like, who can we promote? What can we do? And I never even went to those meetings. Um, but like, but the team would take on that part because of like me recognizing that this is a weak point of myself. Like as it is, as an entrepreneur, it's a weak point to not care about money to not be money motivated. Um, that's easily gotten around by figuring out some other way that the business needs to be money motivated without you being money motivated. But if you don't make that change now, it's like, I have that weekly responsibility of looking at the financials and figuring out how we're going to maximize. And it's going to be something I don't enjoy, probably not going to do it as frequently as I need to. Yeah. And so it's going to be problematic. And so I would say of all the things that I've seen, um, that's probably the biggest mistake. And really, like in any area where you as the entrepreneur feel like you've disappointed or gotten in the way of or hampered the growth of your business, more often than not, it's about looking at who you are as a person. And is that really the best thing for you to be doing? Or is there another way for the business to get it done? Right. Like there is a like on a very superficial level. Right. Like you as the entrepreneur um, have a to do list, but that doesn't mean that everything on that list is for you to do or the business to get done. And the more things on the list that you don't have to do, the better. Um, and so understanding that and understanding that there are things that you should always do and then there are things you should never do are critically important as, for an entrepreneur to know specifically about themselves and about what are those things. I would say that's probably the biggest thing of all the things. Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. 